0: You are Locked On Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: One ball, two strikes, two outs, six to one. The Rangers lead in the top of the ninth. Belize the high set. Here comes the pitch. Breaking ball, strike three, called. The Rangers are going to the World Series.
0: You are locked onto the Texas Rangers. I'm Bryce Patter, Digital Sports Producer of the Dallas Morning News. Joined as always again by Morgan Price. We had to miss out on last week because of my own dumb, crazy work schedule. Sorry I couldn't get to you guys the third episode. But we got two for you this week as a Christmas present. Morgan, how you doing?
1: I'm doing great. How about you?
0: Oh, I'm doing great. We're gonna talk about some Ian Kinsler today. Gosh. Honestly, one of the most underappreciated rangers of all time. One of I don't know. I, definitely a top ten, maybe top five Ranger player of all time. I'd say. I don't think it's like too crazy to to throw out there for throwing out hot takes just to to start this off. Um, I don't know. Would you say he's top five, Morgan?
1: Yeah, I would. Cause I I really liked Kinsler. I know like he. I think it was more of like his attitude probably that like rubbed people the wrong way. But like <laughs> I kind of liked it. Like I mean. It's different if you have like an attitude and like you suck, but like he was good.
0: Honestly, he was. He was so good. Um, hold on, I'm trying to pull up the franchise like leaders for um, War because I think he's up there. I for the Rangers. Um, but anyway, Ian Kinsler announced his retirement last week. Um, he made sure to thank every team that he played for, including the Rangers, except for the Angels. Ugh. <laughs> What a good man. What a good man. God, just sticking it to him one more time. Man, so I'm so good. happy that he did that. Like, I can get past the 0 for 162 things. Like, that... Uh, he, yeah. Understandably petty and bitter. Like, been there before. Said right. things that, you know... Like, we
1: would all do that if we uh-huh. got traded.
0: Had a good had a good thing going. Like, and we were talking about this before the pot. Like, he got traded for Prince Fielder. Like, Prince Fielder was good. And that deal ended up, like, looking... Horribly stupid because not only did Prince Fielder have a career in injury like three years into his Rangers career, also Jerks and Profar just never panned out because of injuries yeah. and other stuff. And like honestly, Profar getting hurt like I could deal with the Ian Kinsler trade if with the Prince Fielder stuff in mind. Like I I could live with that, but with what happened to Profar, that's just kind of rough. And also like not to twist the knife on Ian Kinsler if he's listening, but it's just kind of ironic that, you know, he was with the Padres and then like Profar goes to the Padres Yeah. And just, that's when he retired, like Profar pushed him out twice. Like, Oh, that like, kind of sucks. Yeah.
1: Then. That's got to hurt just a little bit. Like you go to the Padres and you're like, Hey, we're here. We're good. And then like the next season, it's like, Oh, the the guy I got pushed out, by once before he's here now. Cool, great. This will be fun.
0: Exactly, and that's kind of like the th- a thing with with Ian Kinsler. Like I don't know if you guys remember in college um, if you weren't paying attention to Arizona State baseball back in the early 2000s, which understandable if you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so he went to college at um, well first he went to Central Arizona College. Um, he hit 400 for a season. Uh, which is kind of nuts. Um, and he played shortstop um, alongside uh, Scott Hairston and Rich Harden were his teammates there. Um, and then he went to uh, Arizona state um, and he was promised to play uh, shortstop. And they thought, okay, yeah, this guy's great. Like he just absolutely killed it in junior college. And then he had a teammate who was also a major leaguer in Arizona state. His name was Dustin Pedroia and Dustin Pedroia, um well he got most of those those reps at shortstop and Ian Kensler was basically relegated to the bench. So he transferred to Mizzou, where he killed it again and was a very, very late round pick by the Rangers. Um where was it? I'm looking this up. Uh seventeenth round. Yeah. Yep. Out of uh Mizzou. So yeah. In the 2003 amateur draft, like the guy worked his absolute tail off to become a major leaguer. And he was a dang good one for eight seasons with Texas for four years in Detroit. He was honestly one of their best players for most of those years, uh, had a year in San Diego, a year in L.A., a year in Boston. Kind of forget about that because he only played like 37 games there. But he's had a 13 year MLB career. Um He was an all-star four different times. Um, Three of those were in Texas. One of those were in Detroit. He was an integral part of the two best Texas Rangers teams we have ever seen and, you know, some of the other really stinking good ones. And, you know, he retires with 1,999 career hits. Ian, what are you doing? Get one more hit. Come on, man. You're so close. Just one more.
1: Like... I feel like this probably annoys me more than it annoys him because I feel like if it annoys him he wouldn't have retired with that number.
0: Oh, it absolutely annoys us more than him. <laughs> I
1: I I am like I and I know I'm like more annoyed than I should be about this, but it is very very annoying. Like if it was 1998, okay. But 99, that just that ugh. Because you know, and especially because it's him, like, you know he can get that very quickly. Just one more hit. Absolutely. Like, he probably Uh, just would have to play one more game.
0: Honestly, yeah. He really would. Um, Okay, where is he? I'm looking up this um, career war with the Rangers. Where are you? Ian? Oh, my gosh. Wow. I just looked up how, how high he is in career war for the Texas Rangers, and I was looking in, like, the, like, 10 to 20 range, because I thought that's maybe where he'd be. Um, But he's top 10. He's actually number 5 in most career war with the Rangers. So number 1, Padre Rodriguez with 50.1 war. Number 2, Rafael Palmeiro, 44.6. Adrian Beltre, forty three point two. Four is Buddy Bell. That was kind of surprising. 36.3. And number 5, Ian Kinsler with 35 war. Now that's more... Than Juan Gonzalez, that's more than Elvis, Mar- uh, Kenny Rogers, Michael Young, Alex Rodriguez and his like three seasons has 25 or more than Josh Hamilton and his time here. Like just the names go on and on and on. Um, also, you Darvish is in the top 25, which is kind of cool. Um, he's 22, in case you were wondering. But yeah, he was a really stinking good player for these Rangers for so many years. And we kind of forget about that. So I just kind of want to go through some like all-time moments, like just things that he did that were incredible. Um, yeah. I want to go, I think his, one of his best seasons was 2011, 2012. Um, like those two years were like two of his best seasons. but I, I really liked 2011 because he was, he was one of the first like leadoff hitters that like had a lot of like home run pop. Mm-hmm. Like there just weren't that many of them. Like George Springer is, is one of them now. Um, and I feel like there's a few other guys that I'm forgetting, but the George Springer is kind of like the, the best one at it of hitting leadoff home runs. And there were so many games. There's so many games in his prime where like first pitch, he just take that some like high end end in fastball and just like pull it to left field and get you on the board just right away. And honestly, like that's such a huge momentum boost for any team. And he did it. So often, Morgan. Um, so 2011, he wasn't an all star this year, which kind of makes me mad because he was so good that year. I think it's just his batting average was kind of low. Anyway, he had 32 home runs this year in 155 games, um, 34 doubles, stole 30 bases that year. Um, he was only caught stealing four times. He was remarkably efficient that year. Um, he had a slugging percentage of 477, on base of 355 as a leadoff guy with some stolen base potential. He also had four triples that year. Um he finished 11th in MVP voting. That was his highest he ever finished, but he wasn't an all-star that year, which is kind of stupid. Um he did get MVP votes in four seasons. Um and in only one of those seasons was he an all-star. Um he won a gold glove twice. Somehow it was just like later on in his career. Like I don't know how he didn't win it earlier. Mostly because, like, I think Dustin Bedroy was kind of in his prime, which, you know, it kind of, like, turns the knife just a little bit. But yeah. he was just such a good defender. He was so good at, like, everything, Morgan. I feel like we just forget about him so easily because, you know, honestly, that trade hurt so badly. And it's yeah. more to protect ourselves. But what are your, some, uh, some of your favorite memories about Ian Kensler and the things that he did?
1: Um, I remember, like, my favorite things. Like, and this, I remember my biggest issue with the trade was being, like, breaking up Elvis and Kinsler because like yeah. we all know Elvis and Beltre, but like Elvis and Kinsler were also like a really fun duo to watch. Um, I feel like sometimes Rugi and Elvis kind of like have a little a couple moments here and there where I'm like, wow, he used to do that same play with Kinsler. Um <laughs> But they, and Gosh. I don't know if they did it every season, but I I know they did it in like 2012 and like 2013 Um where, like, at the end of the games, like, Elvis and Kinsler would just, like, smack each other on the faces, and that was, like, their <laughs> high-five celebration. Um, It was just Gosh. so, it was dumb, but it was funny and entertaining, and, I like, Kinsler did, like, a lot of small plays that were really smart that I don't think really got much attention, like... I remember I don't I think it was 2013. He had one one game where he did the hidden ball trick and he did it very well and I think that was like the first time that I had like actually seen it happen and I was like, "Okay, that was really good. He totally tricked everyone." Um, he did a- another play that like I always makes me think a Kinsler is dropping the pop-up to get the out at second rather than first yep. like to get the quick runner. Yep
0: nobody did it there,
1: better and there's a there's a gif of him when he was with detroit and he's playing in houston and it's in slow motion and it makes him look like really dumb like it, like if he totally just missed the ball and it kind of irritates me because i'm like it's he didn't miss the ball like you have to see that whole play it's a very smart play and that gif just makes him look so stupid
0: he's just a good um, actor oh yeah oh my gosh
1: um and he, like, he had a, and I tweeted, like, a whole, like, gift thread, uh, whatever day it was that he announced his retirement. Um, he has a lot of underrated gifts. Um, he he was very, <laughs> like, uh, expressive with his faces. And um, the another couple of uh, moments that stick out, which aren't very, uh, weren't highlights of his career, but I'm 90% sure they happened within the same week which was that awful dive into third where <laughs> it's like head first, his helmet comes off. We all know it never Me? gets old.
0: Yep. He was
1: even laughing about it, which what which made it even better. Um, and then I'm pretty sure it was either the same week or within a week. Uh, he slid into home plate, uh, not head first, but he freaking like rammed his chin into the catchers. <laughs> I think it was his mask, whatever um and i him going back to the dugout everyone's face uh profar is the one that sticks out the most is just like that's gross but also congrats i guess for scoring um (laughs) and that he came he came back with a band-aid on his chin and blood on his jersey so that was kind of like an iconic moment i guess
0: Honestly, he's an iconic player he
1: really is um so that, that's what made the trade really hurt. I think another part of the trade that like hurts is that he was on vacation with Beltray and Elvis when it happened. Oh and so, I forgot
0: about that. Oh gosh. Yeah,
1: that the knife part, twists. Yeah, that part always sticks out to me because it's like, what do you you just you turn to your teammates and be like, we're not teammates anymore. So yeah, but like that's that sucks. Um but he was like I feel like a lot of people kind of like when Hamilton was like uh, Arlington's not a baseball town. I feel like people kind of held everything that Kinsler said after being traded against him too. But it's yeah, kind of like. Yeah, like the
0: 0 and 162 thing. Yeah. like I, I remember that year. Wasn't that year like the Rangers were like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it was 2014. It
1: was 2014.
0: Honestly, I think that he cursed them. Like. <laughs> they didn't yeah. go 0-162, but honestly, they had a worse season than just going 0-16, like 0-162. Like, it was yeah. honestly worse because that was mm-hmm. the year that Profar was never the same. And I think was that the year we found out about Prince Fielder's? Um, no, we didn't find out no, that until later. He didn't play that
1: well that year, and then 2015 was his comeback, and then 2016 was when he retired. But uh, oh. I think another. Thing that people hold against him is like his first—I believe it was his first at bat—with um with Detroit in Arlington, he homered and like he waved to the Rangers bench, and like people got mad about that. I was like I thought that was nice. That like I mean, it, it can be seen as kind of like haha, look what I just did against you, but it's also like he—he's friends with like those guys in the dugout. He probably misses them, but also like. If you got traded randomly in December while you're on vacation, like
0: with your friends, you'd be upset too. Yeah, like, gosh, like we've all had bad breakups yeah. and said petty things that, you know, maybe we we didn't mean to be that petty and mean, but you know, at, in the moment, like it it felt right. So, I can't I can't blame him for that. I've come around. Like I used to be one of those people that held on to like, you know what, suckety and Kinsler, whatever, <laughs> it's fine. But awesome. now I'm like, I'm back.
1: Elvis uh, did an Instagram post <sighs> hurt my heart a little bit
0: kind of oh made gosh. me
1: tear up just a bit just because it's kind of yeah. like oh, that duo that was such a good middle and field duo I love it and also um, Elvis ended the post by calling uh, in all caps calling Kinsler a jerk which <laughs> makes me think that they just called each other that like in the dugout just casually as best friends and like that just makes me happy.
0: Oh, they absolutely did. Uh, we're going to take a quick pick. When we come back, we're going to look at some more Ian Kendler stats and Ian Kendler special moments. But first, we can talk to you guys um, about T-shirts. If you're looking for a last-minute fun sports gift for the holidays, go to BreakingTea.com slash Breaking tea makes sports shirts around teams' passionate moments. Great for all fans. Go to BreakingTea.com slash LockedOn, and then feel free to search the site for great shirts and fun sports gifts. So, I, we thought we were going to talk a little bit about, like, you know, off-season news, but you know, we'll, we'll get to that next episode. This is this needs to be an all-Ian Kinsler love podcast, because he was just so stinking good, and, like, we forget. But this is, like, he's one of those players, like, this is, like, I feel like just before advanced analytics started getting, like, more and more popular. But I'm going to tell you some of his his, like, extra, like, war seasons, like, from his peak. So... Anyway, 2009, um, that was the year Elvis Andrews was a rookie. The Rangers were, like, pretty decent. They were, like, on the verge of, like, just kicking total butt and annihilating people. Um, He had a war of six that season. Six. There are so few players that have had a six-war season. Like, that's just incredible. For some context, Joey Gallo, in his, like, what, 70 games that he played this year, had a three-war. And that led offensive players the next closest this year was like Danny Santana with 2.3 yeah and I was didn't even make it to two this year so incredible season his best season um advanced analytics wise um was 2011 yeah he had a seven war season that year seven like there are so few players that have had that high of war for a season I think Beltre has done it once with the Rangers um I'm sure Alex Rodriguez did it in, like, all of his seasons. I think Josh did it in his MVP season. Um, But, like, other than that, there's, like, just not that many Rangers who have done that in a year. Like, I think maybe Pudge did it in his MVP season. I'm not quite sure. But, like, he was just incredible. And, yeah, his lowest war season was for, like, a full year was his rookie year at 1.9 in 120 games. And then there was only one year with the Rangers that he was under three and that was his all-star year in 2012 um, where he is at 2.4. It's kind of wild, but yeah, he had several five wars, three, five war seasons. um, Six out of his eight seasons with Texas were four war or better, which are like a very valuable player. Also like he's criminally underpaid, like downright criminally underpaid. In his eight seasons in Texas, he only made $35, $35 million. In um, four years in Detroit, he made $57 million. And then uh, one year in San Diego, three mil. And then in L.A., they paid him eleven mil for what was probably his worst full season, which, you know, kind of beautiful, honestly. <laughs> but, yeah, like he was just a part of so many good Rangers teams. Like he was that edge, like when they were— an edgy team and a young team that were trying to prove stuff. And he was right at the front end of that. And like, it kind of gets lost and like the Napoli's and the cruises and the Josh Hamilton. Like he was a heart, part of the heart and soul of that, of those teams that yeah. were so good. And he was there for so long. And, you know, I feel like one of the defining moments that was kind <clears> of, <throat> kind of nice for him to be on the other end of the stick. He talked about how he was like displaced in college um for justin pedroia and how he probably missed out on a bunch of gold gloves because of justin pedroia but when he came up he was a second baseman and michael young was also a second baseman and he pushed michael young um over to shortstop when he first came up and i think michael young was okay i think it was the elvis one pushing him to third that made him more mad but like the fact that he was able to come up and displace somebody because he was so good the 17th round pick out of nowhere just worked his butt off so hard for the Rangers for so many years and gave us so many great moments. Like honestly, like he, he deserves all the love he gets. And then uh, Morgan, I like, I've, I've come back around like this podcast alone, just us talking about how great he was makes him like definitely top five Ranger of all time. Like just gave his heart and soul. And honestly, I don't know where those teams would be without him. They wouldn't be nearly as far along as they were with him. But yeah. Do you have any other lasting memories of, of Ian Kensler that we um, need to get to?
1: Well, one thing back to like the whole him and Dustin Pedroia thing is when he was at the Angels, he then got traded to Boston because Dustin Pedroia was injured and then got a ring with Boston.
0: Oh so, my gosh. I forgot about that. I forgot yeah, that he got the ring.
1: Yeah. Oh so my gosh. That kind of like. Holy
0: crap.
1: Yeah. It
0: is so full circle.
1: Yeah. Um, another thing that, like, not, I mean, it's baseball related, but, like, his walk-up songs were so good. (laughs) Like, because he had two that he went back and forth with, but the one that I loved was Superstition, because, like, how perfect is that for baseball? And it was just, it had, it was such a good song to walk up to, and I loved it, and I know he used it in Detroit a little bit, I don't know if he kept using it after, um, but it was like my favorite walk-up song that anyone had um, <laughs> and then another thing like and there was there was one day like a couple years ago where I just like binge watched all of them because I was having like a I missed the 2011 and 2012 Rangers <laughs> moment um, so We've all been there. Emily Jones has a series with uh, Ranger most likely which they didn't do much this year but like it's been a thing since, like, I think 2011, oh. 2012.
0: Oh it's been a thing for forever.
1: Forever. And and I'm you can still find them. I don't know if it's on their YouTube channel. But, like, if you go back in, like, the Rangers video archives on TexasRangers.com, you can yeah. find them. And, like, I've done that Kinsler, before. like, you you really appreciate Kinsler more if you watch those just because you really see his personality. And he's really, like, sometimes has a dry sense of humor. But then other times is, like, really goofy and funny. And, like, you see, like, young Moreland and young Napoli and Michael Young. And you just get all the feels. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so I highly recommend watching those if you need a little, like, Kinsler, Texas Ranger moment. Um, But, uh, yeah, it it, like, at first when he was retiring, I was like, but he's not that old. And then someone's, like, 13 seasons. I'm like, but still, like, it doesn't feel like that long and it feels like he could still play I mean you know it it is I do like that he uh, last season pitched an inning and then hit a home run
0: oh my gosh in the
1: same inning like I like that he has that as his like as a moment in his career and then he's like you know what (laughs) retire I did everything um so that's kind of cool but also it's just like wow no one prepared me for like all our like original favorite rangers to like retire like obviously you know what's gonna come but like now beltray's retired napoli's retired kinsler's retired like it just feels like we're so close to being like in a few years elvis is gonna retire and oh my
0: god, I, we can't even go there yet elvis just turned like 30 not that long I, we still I got know. some time thank god he was thank <laughs> god he was so young when he came up so we could have Truly. this much time with him because like honestly like i'm not ready like yeah yeah you're talking about i'm looking at this this Texas Rangers roster, like, like when someone said like Mitch Moreland, about like about to retire, I'm like no freaking way. And then oh. I realized, oh my god, he's 34. Like he's not yeah. that old, but like still.
1: Yeah, I think so I that, said like, that because I was like, it feels like it's going to be Beltray Kinsler, Moreland within a year of each other, and I'm just well, not ready for Ma- that. Nelson
0: Cruz is still there, and he's like, he is now like basically ancient. Yeah, he, he was he was 30 on on this 2011 team. He was 30, and now is retired. Elvis is still there. Kinsler just retired. I don't know what's up with the URV Torre Tor- Alba, um, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he's retired. Um, I think Murphy's J- upset
1: Mar- about everyone retiring, clearly.
0: Yeah, same. Leonis Martin is still there. like Look at like, all these people way down the line. Chris Davis is still um, cash and checks. Uh, um, good for him. I think Craig Gentry is still somewhere in, in like, baseball. Yeah. He is? I think he's a coach. Oh, I thought he was, like... I think... No, what? you're probably right. Honestly, the guys like him who are like mainly just like speed once your speed goes.
1: he Or he just retired, now that I think about it. I think he retired okay. this year, too.
0: Okay, yeah. And Leonis Martin is... I don't know where Leonis Martin... I th- last, last I checked on him, he was in Cleveland. Um, and he's wearing a Cleveland hat in his um, yeah. baseball reference picture, so...
1: Evan Grant said, like, of, like, the main guys from the 2011 World Series team, there's only four active players right now. And that, like... Made me pause. I was like, there's only four, just four.
0: And it's like, it's not that long ago. Oh, God. Yeah, it was right? like nine years ago. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. The passage of time is terrifying. <laughs> it really is. Oh, not ready for that. Not ready for that at all. Oh, it's fine. But soon we're going to have a new stadium with new memories, a rotation full of just absolute dominators um yeah we'll have plenty more to talk about kluber i feel like we barely scratched the surface of like he's such just such an enigma and like you know the weird broken arm thing and like him being bad before that um levi wrote a really great article about it like we'll probably talk about it um later on this offseason honestly like it's still december oh my gosh it's still December. we're still so far away from more baseball morgan but it's christmas this week um, actually Christmas Eve, as you're listening to this, or maybe I'll post this on, on Monday afternoon. I don't know. We'll still see. Um, but yeah, any, any closing Kinsler moments? Um, I feel like we've given him a lot of love that he is absolutely deserved on this podcast because he is such a special Ranger and such a dang good baseball player and a joy to watch. Morgan, you got anything else for me?
1: Sorry, I have to mute my mic because both my <laughs> dogs started barking and then I... <laughs> think it's the neighbor is mowing or blowing leaves right by my window i hope it's it's not my dad because i did tell him i was recording so (laughs) (laughs) i'm just like of course peak off
0: season right here peak (laughs) off season we got dogs and leaf blowers now it's a miracle none of mine oh yeah speaking (laughs) of in case y'all were worried worried about my dog yeah she she had surgery like a little while ago um and she finally got her stitches out today um so yeah it turns out she ate like you know, there's those, like brushes that you use to like clean off your grill and they're like kind of metallic. Um. Anyway, so she ate like a little something in that and it like poked a hole in her stomach. And so that's what was like making her upset. And so she got stitches like two weeks ago. And so she got them out today. So she's back to her normal self. But like in the meantime, she had to have this little like neck pillow like thing because like we couldn't get a cone for her. Because, like, it was too, like, aggravating on her neck. So she got a little, like, neck pillow that had to, like, wrap all around her so she couldn't, like, bite her stitches. So now that's she got that off. She got the stitches uh, removed. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, go look on my Twitter because um, I I tweeted a picture of her. And she's adorable. But, yeah, she's back to her normal self. And that's all good. And she can feel great for Christmas and have some treats and, and go on walks again. Um, but, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening and indulging in the Ian Kinsler nostalgia. Um, sorry we didn't talk about anything else, but, you know, Ian Kinsler absolutely deserved his own full episode, full of praise, because he was one of the greatest, oh, my God, <laughs> greatest Texas Rangers of all time, top five position player with this franchise. Um, and, you know, we wish you nothing but the best, Ian Kinsler. We hope you go 162-0 and 0 in your retirement. Thank you guys so much for listening and enjoying this. Uh, make sure you're subscribing. Um, you know, we got a lot of more fun episodes planned for you this week. We actually just got, well, one this week because, you know, it's Christmas and, and we would like to see our families. Um, and, you know, as much as you would like to just listen to our podcast and avoid your family, we can only give you two episodes worth of avoiding your family this week, but you know, we're going to make them extra long ones and talk about the greatest being Kinsler and some other off season stuff. But thank you guys so much. Make sure you're subscribing wherever you get your podcast, you get Apple or Spotify or Stitcher, wherever it is. Um, we thank you guys so much for supporting us. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at Morgan Price at Bryce Patrick at Lock on Rangers. We really do appreciate your support. I'm Bryce Patrick.
1: I'm Morgan Price.
0: And hashtag together we pod.